Hello, everyone. I welcome you to The Butterfly Effect, a mental health podcast to help you navigate through adversity and begin your transformative journey to healing mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. From anxiety to domestic violence, this podcast will discuss a wide range of mental health topics, hearing real people discuss their raw experiences. Because this podcast touches on sensitive topics, listener discretion is advised, and the information that is provided is not meant to diagnose or treat any mental health condition or be a substitute for therapy. If you are experiencing any mental health symptoms while listening, I encourage you to contact somebody that you trust or a mental health provider in your community. So, without further ado, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Butterfly Effect podcast. My name is Queen Shimoniak, and I welcome you to this week's episode. I hope all of you guys had an amazing week. I know I did, and I have a very special guest with me. I'm super glad I finally have a chance to record with him because everything has just been a whirlwind of events. But Nate, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, thank you, Queen. First of all, for having me. I appreciate it. Um, Yeah, my name is Nate Settle. I'm a pop R&B artist uh, from Michigan. Oh, my God. I love that. I have family in Michigan, so I think that's really cool. Um, What What part? uh, Roger City. Roger City? You know, Mm -hmm. I actually don't know where that's at. (laughs) I don't know where that's at either. I just know that they live there. (laughs) I've always wanted to go. I'm going to look that up for sure. (laughs) I'm sure it's just a tiny little town somewhere. Gotta be. (laughs) But it's okay. Um. I would love for you to kind of tell my audience a little bit about yourself. Yeah, um, I'm 27. Um, I've been writing songs since I was like seven years old. I've always had a passion for music. And, um, you know, I decided to really pursue it when I was in college. You know, I had decided that there was nothing in this world that was going to make me happy besides music. So I dropped college just to, uh, you know, really put a lot of focus into, you know, my music career. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, it's been a journey ever since, um, you know, I feel like, um, I feel like I have a close relationship with God and he's been a part of my journey and, uh, you know, it's got a, it's, it's definitely a, a big process getting to where I need to be. <laughs> right. Well, I love that, that you were, that you kind of recognize that, you know, music is really truthfully what you want to do because I know some people kind of give up their original dream and they feel like they have to pursue something else which isn't a bad thing at all but it's like when you have that drive and determination it's like you can do anything with that so Mm -hmm. I'm glad that everything kind of fell into place for you um I I know you said you started writing when you were really young what were you writing about and like what was like how how did music like transcend for you like why was it like a very important aspect of your life at that time? Um, well, first of all, I don't exactly remember what I was writing about, but I do remember one little particular melody song that I kind of wrote. It was like a Christmas one. It was like something like, like Christmas, favorite <laughs> time of the year. But uh, I was like doing it because like a lot of the artists were making like Christmas, you know, albums or whatever, uh-huh. like Christmas songs. So I, I like you, I was already writing my own stuff, but then like, you know, I had done a Christmas one just because, you know, but uh, yeah, I don't know what I was even writing about. Probably whatever, you know, everyone else was like, you know, singing about, like, you know, just, I mean, what could a seven-year-old possibly be writing about, <laughs> you know? About their toys. Yeah. Like, 
said other things. I mean, I guess I was writing like I was like an adult. I guess you can say not 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 like you know like nothing sexual, but like just like you know like talking about like love or something like that. Who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> Oh, oh, I love that. <laughs> oh no, you're fine. She's taking back that that inner child, and he was like, "Oh, Legos? Maybe I was writing about Legos and all these <laughs> right. other things." Um, yeah. no, but I was. Um, how did music become like an important aspect in your life? Um, honestly, I just um, I always had this passion for it. I, I don't even know where it even came from. I just I know it all like at the very beginning was uh it was like me and my my cousin you know we we're around the ages of you know seven and eight whatever she's like a year older than me and we were at like a garage sale like at our grandma grandma's house like it was like the next door neighbor or whatever and we just kind of mm-hmm. over and we're just like you know looking around and uh this lady i remember she saw us looking at these two stakes that she was sticking to a ground and we were pretending they were like microphones and so she <laughs> let us have them or whatever so like we took them we started pretending like we were like singers or something like that and i don't know maybe it just like stuck with me ever since then and i was just like you know what like i want to do this <laughs> oh it's so wholesome you're just yeah. like you know what maybe this is what i should do because i feel like there's a certain part of our lives where music kind of comes in and then it kind of just we kind of just you know, move with it and we're understanding the energy. We're like, huh, yeah, music is great. And then you kind of delve into just different like <laughs> phases of your life based on the type of music that you listen to at the time. Right, right. So um, why R&B specifically and um, that genre? Um, my music is actually consists of R&B and pop. But mm-hmm. um, and I would just say just because that's what I grew up listening to, honestly, like I grew up listening to like a lot of Usher um, and then, you know, Chris Brown in middle school, high school. And, um, you know, just like even like Backstreet Boys back when I was like, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, like really, really young. Um, so it's like, you know, I kind of grew up just listening to all, like, you know, those genres uh, mainly. So it kind of stuck with me. Right, you were just like, again, you're holding that stick. You're like, I want yeah. that All <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, I love that. Usher is really good. He's such a, a very influential artist. And Absolutely. I feel like anybody that's that was really young that discovered Usher just wanted to be like a little mini, right. mini yeah. Usher in some way, shape, or form. So I know that you know, music can be used in a variety of different ways. You know, the older we get and the more we evolve, we kind of, our relationship with music grows as well. So do you feel like music at some point became like a way of you for coping with the things that you were going through, whether that be growing pains or just like different life experiences? Um, usually like for me, like as far as listening to music or like um, writing music? Both both um i guess um yeah definitely with like listening to music yeah it's definitely helped me get through like a lot of tough times and uh that's why um you know this recent ep that i'm coming out with i have like um a few tracks that deal with like um anxiety and depression and stuff like that because i want to help people as well like so like mm-hmm. you know uh, music has done a lot for me and i kind of want to um as the artist i want to do that for the for the audience as well and um so yeah like you know the past couple of years i kind of fell into like a, a little depression or whatever well, it wasn't like a little depression i fell into a depression and uh, <laughs> <He was> like, <laughs> like a little depression no i was like no but uh um yeah so like uh, i i usually write like pop um like 
like really um, upbeat music, party music mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so it was like the first time I was really diving into something about like depression, anxiety, something like really serious, you know, and I was hesitant at first because, you know, it just wasn't like me to put out some serious type music but I was mm-hmm. going through a lot and as an artist you know I just expressed myself and I decided to um, go ahead and go for it and come out with something like that and um, you know just because I felt like you know there's some people that could really use listening to this and I feel like a lot of people can relate to me and um, so when I did put the um, the song Nova Kane out um, it really connected with a lot of my fans and I was like really happy to see that a lot of people connected with it and they were just like you know like they were going through some stuff, and it helped the song help them get through what they were going through, and um, and that made me like really happy to know that. Yeah, that's something that I really did like about the song because I think I listened to it like ten thousand times, <laughs> but I, I felt that. like I felt like you know it wasn't just the lyrics; it was the intention, and I felt the intention. And I think that's why not only could it be relatable, but it's something that you yourself are putting out there because you were ready to, you know, talk about something that made a very big difference in your life and being able to recognize that and make those, that, that little shift and then share it with others. I think that it it only makes sense why it would be so profound to your fans and to Mm -hmm. other people that might come across it. So I want to kind of, you know, talk about that little depression that you went through. What was going on there? Um, I think a lot of it had to do with, like, first of all, I kind of grew up with, like, a lot of anxiety for some reason. I just, I don't know if that's genetics or what, you know what I'm saying? Because I I grew up pretty blessed, (laughs) but I still had, like, you know, shit in my mind that would, like, you know, just give me anxiety. But, um, you know, I over the years I was able to control it but the past few years I think a lot of it had to do with uh just like my career and stuff like that you know it's like I've grown so much from where I started but Mm -hmm. I was stuck at like a standstill and it was like I was like there for a minute and um you know then I was starting to like overthink a lot and I was getting like a lot of pressure from like my family and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and and pressure from my own self you know and like I was getting older and I was like thinking too much about you know some crazy shit and I was like man like I was like, I really was expecting to be at a certain point at, you know, this age or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, so that was starting to like, you know, eat up at me and, um, you know, these thoughts were like starting to like really weigh me down, you know, and then like really just depressed me and I, I just kind of like fell into it and I couldn't really get out of it. And to um, pretty much cope with that, I was really turning to alcohol and, um, you know, every time I would get like, like a rush of anxiety, I'd be like, man, it's go fucking take a shot real quick or something you know what yeah. i'm saying and, th- and with that shot or two turned into like you know a half pint and then you know a, a, mm-hmm. like weeks and months down the road turned into like a full pint like a day and um you know i just i was like really pissed off at like the world but like like but the thing yeah. is like nobody knew what i was going through like i really kept it low-key you know i didn't want to mm-hmm. tell my family i don't want to tell no friends or nothing like that you know and um and a lot, like, I was actually mad at God <laughs> for a minute, you know, <laughs> so I was because like, you know, I just felt like I was expecting, you know, I was expecting to be somewhere. I was kind of blaming him, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. which was like, which was stupid because like, you know, looking back, he's done so much for me, even during those times where I thought I was at a standstill, but I wasn't at a standstill, you know, I was actually growing and I was actually learning new skills and I was developing stuff like towards my career and, um, you know, growing my fan base, but it was just like, mm-hmm. I was just so focused on the wrong thing and it really took me down a horrible path. Right. Um, I think that 
people that are naturally like they can be self-motivated and they're very ambitious they kind of have this like idea where because they put themselves in a position to grow up very quickly they need that instant gratification and reassurance that what they're doing is actually benefiting and the seeds that they've sown is coming into fruition and when it does it it does like bring forth that you know it starts like bringing forth like the seeds for insecurity Mm -hmm. and anxiety and like a lot of different things and it makes sense that you know for you to cope with it you were using something that gave you that instant like gratification you know like I one thing that I talk about a lot on my podcast is like the inner and outer child and how that kind of relates to us making decisions as adults so our inner child wants basic needs like basic needs of feeling loved cared for and seen and our outer child is that impulsive side of us that wants to act out on the inner child's needs so it's like the outer child's like the old like the older kiddo that's like oh like I want to feel needed but I also want this right now and I want all these things to happen because they need to happen on my time period and when you're looking for something like that at the end of the day you just don't realize what's going on behind the scenes because feeling like your eyes are closed and that you just don't know exactly where you're going I feel like that's when God kind of takes control and is trying to teach you to let go of something that you cannot be in complete control of like God's trying to tell you okay like you're giving this to me so why are you now coming to me and trying Mm -hmm. to like take it back when it's something that you can't do anymore it's something that's out of your control like and it Mm -hmm. gives you a moment to practice your like your faith and your hope and like how you and your trust and I feel like building that level of trust with God you start building that level of trust with yourself in return that way when you get older and when you start elevating and you move on from one level to the next like you're able to appreciate and give gratitude because that's like the most powerful thing ever like having gratitude being able to trust no matter what challenges you go through you've learned the lessons from the past and God knows that you're ready to to take on more tasks or to do more things so I I feel like that's really awesome that you were able to kind of incorporate all of that and you recognize it in order to be like okay like I know I feel stagnant I know I have an issue let's try to fix this so um out of all of the substances or all of the other ways that you were trying to cope why did you why did alcohol seem like the one that you that kind of came about for you like that came that became that agent it was easy access Mm. just easy access i was surrounded by alcohol just like you know from my dad's like liquor store and stuff like that so i had a a lot of access (laughs) to uh, alcohol right (laughs) uh and uh yeah it was just like i don't know I just uh, I just enjoyed taking shots. I guess you could say it was just like I don't know. Just enjoyed it. I love the feeling. <laughs> right. There was there like a particular day or like a situation that made you realize that you had a problem. Mm, I there's probably a, a few 
like for example there's like one where i was at the gym and i was already like smashed and i was like trying to work out and then i was like really losing my breath and i was like and i almost like kind of like fell over and i was like i like stopped myself i kind of looked around for a second to see if anybody kind of mm-hmm. saw that i was like okay i need to like stop fucking you know drinking and driving and going to the fucking gym like this you know it's like right okay and uh and, like, I guess another time would be, like, I remember I just smashed. I was, like, casually drinking in front of my parents or whatever. And I, I realized I smashed an entire fifth to myself. And I had no idea that I did. And I was, like, oh, fuck. Like, it's it's out. And my parents were, like, what the hell? Is, like, wrong with you? You drank the whole thing by yourself? I was, like, I, I think. Like, you were, <laughs> I like, remember. I suppose so. <laughs> I didn't know. But um, it went down so quick. But, like, yeah, so there's, like, a lot of moments and stuff like that. You know, my mom kind of finding empty liquor bottles like in the backseat of my car type thing and just like mm-hmm. she's just like you know like she I, you know the concerned look on her uh, her face kind of like was like man like i don't want to like do that to her and make her fucking mm-hmm. weird and shit you know but uh yeah and it's just kind of like you know that's not me it's like i that's not who i wanted to be i don't want to be that type of person that that relies on substances and stuff like that you know like i grew up um really like i grew up um being raised by you know good parents and it's just like i just took you know i'm an adult i took my own route you know what i'm saying like your parents can right. only do so much um but yeah i feel like i'm in a definitely much better place now you know what i'm saying and i still drink but i definitely drink just for fun with you know people but i don't right. drink i don't drink when i'm just because i got pissed off or just because i got sad or whatever you know what i'm saying or, or nervous so i definitely have that under control now <laughs> yeah well that's really good because you need i feel like I've, i'm a big advocate for as long as you acknowledge that you can have boundaries and like yeah. a cutoff with certain things like to avoid addiction, to avoid codependency on something, that is how you're able to kind of, you know, dictate and know like what is for you and what's going to be healthy for you and your mental health and then what's not going to be. So that's like an awesome thing um, because I think everyone has their own addiction. Like we all do and it doesn't even have to be alcohol. It could be working. It could be, Mm -hmm. um, it could be the smallest thing that we feel like we are putting in so much effort because we're trying to see some sort of result by taking things into our own hands and doing right. something. So there really does come like a turning point where you have to sit back and you're like, wait, like, is this something I can control or is this something that is out of my control? And if that's the case, what do I need to do to feel at peace? Because that I feel like because the mind will get so used to what you're doing. I mean, it gets used to that routine. So it needs to find something to either supplement that and be of the same value or it need you need to completely reset your mindset behind it and your intention. So both require a, a lot of hard work and a lot of, you know, surrendering to yourself and surrendering to God and saying, okay, like, I'm ready to completely let this go now and I'm going to go sit over here and still work hard, but not feel like I'm not pressure myself if something isn't falling into place Mm -hmm. or, coming out my way that's something i think i struggled with was like letting go of like Mm -hmm. you know like manifesting something you know i mean i feel like i always had a hard time letting go (laughs) i I think i still kind of struggle but i think i've gotten a lot better with that so that's good i feel like everyone yeah right now i know that 
you know, mental health has kind of become like a trend in a way. And this idea of like manifesting or doing things to help elevate your spirit and have like a more connect, like connected relationship with God or whomever mm-hmm. you believe, like higher power. Yeah. It's every, what, what I feel like a lot of people fail to realize is that meditation and find way to manifest certain things and even to start doing that inner work is going to be unique to every person and it's not like this cookie cutter type of you know pamphlet that you can just like read and be like okay like this is what I had to do because some ways are going to be better for others and you have to just find your own little niche in a way (laughs) what do you what do you mean by meditating I'm, I'm just curious like um like how for example how would you meditate um, in that sense, like, what would you do? Just sit down, just kind of like focus on your breathing, and just mm-hmm. think of this. Think of what you want, or just think of, like, what are you, what are you thinking? I don't know how to meditate personally. <laughs> no, no, no. So what's very interesting is yes, that is the most common way of meditating, which is like being like sitting down and finding your center. That it's like what is called finding your center, tapping into your spirit in order to kind of like dissociate in a way but dissociate from the physical world from the 3d world in order to feel things from a more emotional spiritual type of perspective but there are many different ways to meditate and it's just more of like it's the same aspect so for me personally i am a dancer so what's weird is i'll meditate while dancing but i'll do it in a way where it's like I will dance because I know that it's artistic and that's creative. That's all. That's something that you're tapping into like your deepest parts of your soul in order to embody a certain emotion or to express something. So while I'm dancing, I'll completely dissociate and I'll kind of, I guess what people might say is getting lost in the music and you just, everything in the physical world seems to stop. Like you feel like, time doesn't exist that you don't know what time of day it is and then when you finally come back you're just like oh I've been here for four hours like (laughs) you know everyone (laughs) has their own way of meditating and I mean I feel like the more that you delve into that part of yourself yes like some people can sit down and be like in their own like mind and not feel overwhelmed. But I've noticed that a lot of people that either have suffered from anxiety or um, ADHD or anything like that, their mind is constantly on the go, constantly thinking of 10,000 thoughts. And it needs to like, the mind needs to do other things in order to not get too lost in their thoughts. So that's like my little spiel about meditation and like, Mm-hmm. how to find that sense of balance because regardless you're gonna learn how to kind of not take things in the physical realm so um too seriously because some things like I said some things cannot be done physically some things need to be done spiritually like some mm-hmm. things you need to tap into those deep dark parts of yourself yeah. and do healing from there instead of doing like physical like coping if that makes mm-hmm. sense yeah. but um I wanted to kind of ask you if you can describe your personal relationship with God how would that how would you describe that um well my relationship with him consists of uh talking and listening 
I guess. Um, so it's like it kind of started off with uh, just coincidences. Like um, God was using coincidences to get my attention, to talk to me, and then uh, it, it turned into like music, like uh, like lyrics from like a song that came at the right time when I was thinking of a certain subject or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, and it was like extremely consistent. And, um, um, I think it would just be easier just to tell you how it all started, really. <laughs> like, uh, yes, it's a long story. I would love to hear it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's a really story long story. I'll, I'll, I'll condense it, though. But, okay. So, <laughs> basically, um, it started like in uh, 2014. And, um, I was, uh, you know, like I said, I was just kind of running into these coincidences. I'll be thinking of a subject and, like, the radio would, like, say exactly what I was thinking. I was like, oh, hi, that's funny, whatever, you know. And then, like, you know, I'll be, I'll be driving and I'll see, like, a billboard like reading my mind like exactly what I was thinking like the billboards right there it's like damn like okay like whatever so it kept happening and it kept happening and it kept happening and then I remember I was thinking to myself like man like I feel like I'm going crazy and I, f- and I remember this one song came on it's like am I crazy it was like at the exact oh same moment God. and I started laughing I was just like what is going on right now so I remember um and it wasn't just that one song. It was just like a bunch of songs just like that. And I was just like, um, I remember calling out to God and I was just like, God, like, I don't know if this is you or this is the devil, but like, if this is the devil, then protect me from it. But if it's you, then like, you know, reveal yourself to me just so I know or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I remember, um, a few days, um, going into that, um, I had a dream where, um, like Jesus, um, actually, uh, appeared in my dream. And I remember just like, like asking him, I was like, are you the real Jesus? And he opened up his arms and he goes, I am. And I remember like jumping up and I hugged him and I was just like, and I woke up and I was like, damn, that felt like real. But I was like, but oh, wow. could have been a dream. And I was like, so I was questioning if it was a dream. Um, so I was like moving on with my day. And I remember throughout the whole day, I kept hearing his name everywhere. Like Jesus, like on, on the radio, on TV, uh, like a conversation, like the, like the name Jesus kind of popped out in the conversation. I'm like, like, they, I wasn't really listening to the conversation, but then like Jesus, mm-hmm. like popped out. it was just like, I don't know, it was just really consistent, you know? Right. Um, and I remember that same day I was driving and there was like um, a cross in the sky that was created from like a plane. Uh-huh. Um, as I looked up, um, the radio was playing like a song and, and they said, Jesus Christ, like at that moment. And I was just like, what wow. the hell? It wasn't even a song that I even liked. It wasn't even a song I was listening to. I don't even remember what the song it was. <laughs> it was by a female artist. But uh-huh. yeah, it was just like, uh, and it was just like a lot of that happening that day. So I was like, okay, like Jesus, like you are the one communicating with me. You're the mm-hmm. one that's been talking to me. So, um, so, you know, diving into that, I was, uh, I was trying to, you know, play around with that. I was trying to, like, you know, get to see why he was talking to me, like, what mm-hmm. what was going on, you know? And uh, basically, throughout, I have, like, a whole playlist, too, by the way, of, like, songs that he talked to me uh, that year. Like, all these songs were, like, really special to me. And yeah. um, it was just, um, basically, like, the big message that I got, I remember that summer, was that um, Jesus was going to, like, pretty much use my platform my my career basically mm-hmm. to um pretty much create a message and and basically that message was just to let people know that he loves them and he accepts them and that he's not this judgmental mean god that um like a lot of people make him out to be and um so like basically yeah it's just like my relationship with him just developed over the years um i pretty much every day i'm always like 
listening for him even when i'm not mm-hmm. looking for him or listening for right. him, things just pop out and it's just like you know it's like i know that god's with me and like um you know just like a, a quick example i remember i had to deal with um like some court stuff um mm-hmm. and i remember i was like really nervous and i was like you know sitting with my friend just watching like a youtube video and like i remember the commercial like like it stopped and it was gonna play a commercial but it, like froze for a second uh-huh. and we're just kind of sitting we're sitting there for like two three seconds kind of waiting for it to kick in then my friend just randomly said like so are you scared about tomorrow and i was just like i i, I kind of just kept to myself but i was thinking to myself like yeah i'm fucking scared but like i didn't say anything and mm-hmm. then um the then the commercial came on it's like don't be scared and i remember oh my god like, like looked at each other like what the hell we started <laughs> laughing and i was like ah oh, thank you god like i was like you're with me like i felt so good i was like oh thank you jesus oh. like, so it's just like stuff like that it's just like one example of like millions of things that happened over the years, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just to give you an idea of what my relationship with him is like, and that's basically what it is. And it's amazing. Like, honestly, he's amazing. Like, he's the best. <laughs> oh, saying. I love that. That literally warms <laughs> my heart because I am someone that, um, my relationship with God, with God is very similar. Um, because it kind of reminds me a lot of that one verse in the Bible that says like signs and wonders shall follow you. Um, and I did, my mom, she's a pastor, so she's always kind of instilled this idea that, you know, she she didn't, you know, pressure us to be Christian. She was kind of just like, you know, this is just what I'm teaching you. Take it how it resonates, but learn from other religions and learn your relationship with God. Because if there's one thing that every, you know, religious practice emphasizes is this idea of devotion this idea of trust and this idea of being one with god and being able to be and have a a unique relationship with him so mine's very similar but with numbers and also with music so um for example like when the alarm went off the the time was 11:22 and that's a, an angel number and all week it was kind of, that 22 or anything with twos has been popping up and twos has to do with a lot with like collaboration and like friendships and like a lot of different things like that so nice. i was like okay god i see that's you. like really like, cool <laughs> like cool thank you so much for that um so yeah. he'll he'll reveal himself in ways like that with me and with music too like i've had little moments where I will just be in the car and I'm listening to something and then a song will come on that has nothing to do with the genre I'm listening to, yeah. but it has the message that I need to hear. Right. 100%. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, I see you. I'll yeah. calm down or I'll like, you know, let me no, sit that's down. Cool that you look out for that. That's like unique. Not a lot of people, uh, you know, do that, yeah. have that connection. That's like really awesome. And like yeah. likewise with the numbers too. Like even like um our conversation when you said that our conversation was at thirty three minutes or whatever, and thirty three is like a big number. Like to me it's oh. like thirty thirty three is like with Jesus. Like when I see thirty three I, I think of Jesus and like there's like a bunch of other numbers too, like fifty five mm-hmm. and you know, so that's cool. And and I just learned something about that twenty two or whatever. Is it twenty two or triple two? Or just or? like yeah, twenty two or like two two two, I think. I, I'm a kickboxer, so I was hey, coming back cool. from kick. It was I love kickboxing so much, <laughs> but I was coming back and I saw a license plate where literally had no letters, just two, 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 and I was like, wow. and I and I was driving a little more and I saw a different car with the same type of like license plate, just a little differently, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, God, 
I see you. I recognize. <laughs> so all this week has just been twos. And threes are significant to me as well because I was born on March 3rd. So oh, it's awesome. three, three. Um, so threes have always on just March been March 23rd. Like, <laughs> what? See, crazy. What, Look at what that. Year were you born? What year were you born? 1997. Okay, okay. Because I'm 93 and I, I thought it was interesting. My birthday is 03, 23, 93. It's like triple threes. I'm like, oh, that's kind of unique. <laughs> yeah, that's mine's cool. like, three, three, yeah, mine that's in 2003 would have been 333. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, look at me. I'm cool. Right. Like, <laughs> but like threes is like one of my favorite numbers. And right. every like when you said it was 33 minutes, I was like, I love that. That's confirmation for me because three is <laughs> my favorite number. That's so fun. And it reminds me of like Jesus too, like with the Trinity and everything like that. And yeah. um, three is just a very profound number because it's also like a card about collaboration. But um, it's also like a number pertaining to creativity so i love that and cool. i'm glad you saw that That's yeah. confirmation. i wanted to say something i don't want to cut you off i was like <laughs> i'll bring it up <laughs> no it's okay um but to kind of you know wrap everything up just with everything that you've learned and everything that you have understood about your life and your own individual journey what is something that you really want your fans to know or people that don't know you at all how do what are some advice that you would give to them about learning how to let go and to let god in a way um i would just say i just i just found that when you really like trust when you really just kind of like trust god in, in a situation like you will see it work out like mm -hmm. like it's crazy no matter how like intense things can be you know um I can't even think of an example right now. I guess I guess when I was uh, you know, working at my dad's store, I um, I had like some like crazy people like in the store or whatever, and I was like, Jesus, can you please get rid of these motherfuckers right now? Like they were like, you know, what I'm saying, I was like, can you just like, get, you know, get rid of them, or whatever? And they were acting crazy and like, you know, and I was like, they weren't gonna leave. You you can just tell they weren't gonna leave. But as soon as I asked, it was just like, they like disappeared after like two minutes. I was like, oh, bet, you know, what I'm saying, um, yeah. Yeah, but just like I would just say, just kind of like you gotta just trust. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I explain it. I remember telling my uh, one of my boys his, his car broke down, and he's he was like kind of he, he's not really spiritual, but he kind of like mm -hmm. he, he talked about like my relationship with God before, and so um, I remember telling him about his you know car being broke down. I was like, look, I was like just uh, ask God to intervene because he was trying to find tools to break into his car or whatever. Right. Uh, oh, that's what it was. He locked himself out. That's what it was. Uh, oh and, no. <laughs> yeah. So he was trying to like break in for like half an hour, and then he, you know, I saw it was at twelve thirty three, and I was like, okay, like I'm thinking God wants me to tell him to um, to ask for help, whatever. So I told him to you know do that. He's like, okay, I will. And I didn't think he would, but then he came back like ten minutes later. He's shaking his head. Like, you will not believe what just happened. I was like, what? <laughs> He was like, I did what you said. I talked to God, and and a guy, a random guy, just pulled up next to me, and he pulled out a tool, and he like just popped open my my door, and um, you know, I tried to buy him a beer or whatever, and he's like, nope. He's like, don't worry about. It. I do this for a living. Like, I guess he's, I don't know what he does. He does like, he's a repo or something like that. I don't even know what the hell he does, mm -hmm. but anyways, that was like something he used for work, and uh, uh, basically, yeah, he just like disappeared. The guy just like helped him out and wow. bounced, you know. So like they, that just kind of like shook him a little bit. Like, damn, that was crazy. You told me to talk to God, and yeah, it's like you just gotta trust god in some situations you know all situations right. <laughs> and also you know to 
you know, my listeners to anybody that is listening right now that is, you know, kind of dealing with, you know, having like some like, you know, dealing with substance abuse, anxiety or depression. What is some words of encouragement that you would give to them? Um, I would say know that you're not alone and seek help. You know, don't be afraid to talk to people. Don't be afraid to talk to a friend and let them know what's going on. That's something I did not do. You know, that's something I kept to myself mm-hmm. and that made things so much harder. So. All right, everyone, that is the end of this week's episode. I really hope all of you guys enjoyed it. It was such a wonderful time interviewing Nate. It's been actually a long time coming because between the crazy winter storm in Texas and just us having very different schedules and being at a different you know, part of the United States. I'm really glad that him and I were just able to connect because I think it's very important to have on quality guests and guests that you can just have like a very good conversation with. And it was such a pleasure to have him on. And all in all, he's such an amazing person. Very, very sweet. So y'all better go listen to his music. Go stream it. It's on every single platform. I love it. I hope all of you guys love it. And if you want to follow him or want to learn more about him, you can click some of the links in the description box. He'll have his Instagram and his YouTube channel and all of that jazz. But if you want to keep up with me and you want to learn more about the topics I cover or even more about the guests that I bring on, you can follow me at the butterfly effect podcast underscore on instagram and if you would love to be a guest or you know somebody that would love to join me on one of these episodes or you had any questions for me you can reach out at my email at the butterfly effect pdct at gmail.com also guys i do have a cash app so if you would love to contribute a little something to help for future episodes that would be greatly appreciated i hope all of you guys have an amazing weekend relax drink some tea go out if you would like to have some alone time catch up on cleaning do what you gotta do pour into yourself this weekend and i will see you on the next episode